Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Real Positive Girl podcast with me, Sabrina. This is the show that helps you become your best self. And today we're talking about how to manage your anger. Feeling angry isn't bad. But before we jump into that, as always, I want to invite you to come say hi to me on social media. I am at Sabrina Joy Perazzo on both TikTok and Instagram. And if you are into Twitter, I am at Real Sabrina Joy. So all of that is available for you down in the show notes to reference if you would like to come say hi and, you know, uh, follow and see all the other content that I'm creating if the podcast is like the only thing that you currently consume. Uh, but either way, I'd love to have you. Also down in the show notes below is a place for you to subscribe to the weekly newsletter that comes out every Wednesday evening around 6 or 7 p.m. PST where I have behind the scenes of what I've been doing that week, um, you know, samples and, and telling you what new products are going to come out. If a new thing is about to be launched, I tend to tell newsletter family first and then everyone else second. Also just additional content like with a therapy chat article that I like to write about things I've learned in therapy or things, really important things that I've learned that past week. Also just random thoughts, which usually are things that have happened like that day of writing the newsletter or the last couple of days that really just stuck with me and I want to share. I've also started integrating um, sometimes sharing my favorite things like books or having a giveaway on there or recipes and things like that. So check that out if you'd like to subscribe to that totally free. I'd love to have you over there as well. Everything else on the show notes below is talking about... Um, what is it talking about? <laughs> it's talking about uh, submitting um, anonymous... Uh, venting sessions. If you don't have someone in your life that is an emotionally available person for you to vent to, you can do that anonymously. You can also suggest topic suggestions anonymously down there. You can also contribute to the Patreon by becoming like a monthly, uh, I guess like contributor, sponsor. I don't know. I think contributor sounds better to the show and the content to help me in my goal of being able to do this full time by the end of the quarter. That's the goal and just supporting the show and everything I'm trying to do to make emotional and mental health easier to understand and easier to take action on to become our best self. So check all that out. And um, I hope I hear from you. Oh, and as always, something I forget to mention is that you're welcome to email me anytime with any questions, comments, concerns, progress, feedback, topics, suggestions, any and everything that you would like to share with me at realpositivegirlpodcast at gmail.com. So check it out. Let's go ahead and jump into today's topic, which again is how to manage your anger. Feeling angry isn't bad. So no joke, like not no joke at all. I was shopping for a punching bag today because when I'm angry, I want to punch something like dead in the face. I want to punch something. And no, I've never been in a fight or physical altercation with anyone or hit anyone during a fight. I haven't. I've wanted to, but I haven't. I, I held myself back. I know like violence is not the way to create change or let someone know like what's going on or how you feel about them. But I just have this, it's like, oh, I just feel so chaotic in my body when I am angry. Um, you know, but when the anger is like at its most intense, I just want to punch something and yell and scream and beat the crap out of something. Genuinely. My body and mind are like, looking for like a way to release all of this energy that was created while the anger is rising. And I, and I finally was like, I need to get online and look and see if I can get a punching bag. <laughs> I've wanted one for years. I'm not kidding. I mean, unfortunately we don't really have any room in our house to store a punching bag. I really thought it through. I was like, okay, 
Could we put it? I can't really put it in my office because I don't have a closet in my office to like put it away in. If I did, I would. I'm pretty sure I would have. And can't, I don't really have any room in the garage right now. Um, but I am considering looking into having a punching bag that I can just like hook uh, to my squat rack since I have a squat rack in the garage and then just like use it when I need it and when I don't, maybe just like put it off to the side. I don't know. I'm really looking into it though because ironically, I don't know if this is ironic or not. I even said this on my story. So I'm, I, more of, I'm, I feel like more often than not I use that term incorrectly, but I'm not sure. I feel like Alanis Morissette's song, Ironic, like really messed it up for a lot of us because I've been told that she didn't even use it correctly in that song, which is maybe irony. I don't know, but (laughs) I just found it really ironic that I was writing this episode and, and recording this episode now while I am angry, while I am like currently experiencing anger. And I'm just angry at like lack of communication and... I don't know, confusion in our household. And I'm trying, I'm just like stewing in it on my own because I don't have like a concrete reason or even like an idea of how to move forward to make the situation better. So I'm kind of just like stewing in this anger until it kind of releases. And I think it will here soon. (laughs) And uh, that's kind of like, and I feel like that was like a good way for me to like introduce you to like what we're talking about today, especially since I'm like in the thick of it right now. Um, But yeah, I need that punching bag, guys. I need it. I need it in my life. Uh, But how do you feel when you get angry? You know, do you feel similarly with all the energy needing to like get out? Or are you more of like the silent angry type? You know what I mean? Just keeping it all in until you just like let it all out in words. It's like the volcano erupts and suddenly you're yelling and screaming at everyone and you're, you're giving everyone a talking to and you are coming out with like the best like uh you know diss that you've ever heard to someone I don't know I'd like to you to let me know though like I'm curious like how do other people feel when they get angry oh anger man you know and sometimes it feels like anger can just sneak up on us right we're like I don't know where is it it's just all of a sudden like behind you and we don't even see it coming and then bam you know, we are feeling angry. Just, just kind of like hits us. And sometimes I feel like it doesn't physically like hit my body. And I'm just like, oh, now I'm angry. And whether that's because something triggered us or a situation escalated further than we expected it to, or it's the reaction that we just had on deck, maybe from something else that happened, or it's just the one that, you know, rises in us first when something happens like out of nowhere, you know, and we just find ourselves in anger. And might not know what to do. So we react. And it usually doesn't turn out well if we just allow ourselves to react and let whatever is there come out and, you know, like live through the emotion. And and that's a problem. And that's a problem. So in our last episode, we spoke about how you can determine where your anger comes from. And if you haven't listened to that episode, I highly suggest that you listen to that because it's extremely helpful to know where your anger is stemming from, you know, where it was, where it first came from. Where did you learn about anger? What are your beliefs about anger and like why it shows up the way it does and to know 
how you can be aware of when it's starting to creep up. And I know I just mentioned like just a moment ago talking about how you can feel like anger just kind of like creeps up on you. But sometimes when we know when our what our anger is based in, we can see it coming. We're like, okay, this is going to lead to the road of anger. We know where this is going. And we can prepare. Not always, but it's helpful that when we can see it coming, that we know how to get into this management mode of like, okay, let's not let it take over us. It's not the boss. We're the boss, you know? So that's why today I'm going to share with you some tips on how we can manage our anger. If you find that you have more regrettable moments than not when you get angry, you know, this will definitely help. You'll have less regrettable moments. And I feel like that's the biggest one here because a lot of times when we get angry, the way that we decide to react rather than taking the time to respond, we will have things that we'll say, things that we'll do, um, promises that we'll make or break that, you know, we regret. We wholeheartedly regret saying any of that stuff. Um, If you don't like the feeling of your anger rising as high as it will go, you know, where you're just like, you feel so overcome with anger, then these tips can be helpful in bringing it down before it gets that high, right? If that's just not where you want it to be. It will also help you, like, allow you to experience your anger at its highest height, whether that bothers you or not, but it won't be as detrimental as it has been in the past or would be when it's in control, not you, right? When you are allowing that emotion to drive the bus, as they say, which is not what we want to do. So before we get into it and talking about how to manage anger, I want to make sure that I express wholeheartedly with everything inside of me how important it is to know that anger isn't a bad thing. It's really a great thing, actually. And I know anger is scary sometimes, but anger anger can like teach us what really bothers us and where our own personal boundaries lie, especially if we haven't already set personal boundaries as especially if we don't know where those are yet, we're, that we're new to that, we haven't even like dove, took a toe, like not even taken like a step into that. It'll help us to better, you know, identify those boundary lines and what we might need to work on in regards to communication skills, right? If we find ourselves yelling, screaming all the time and that bubbling up from whatever situation, then... It'll help us better understand like, well, where did that come from? Or, wow, how do I need to better tell them how I'm feeling? How can I better describe what's going on? How can I communicate better with others, you know? There are other things that anger can teach us, you know, for sure. Oh, the one I forgot to mention is that, you know, anger can teach us like how much our emotions are like when they're at their highest highest intensity and highest height, how the how they can affect our thoughts and behaviors and what we might need to work on, you know. So yeah, these are just a few things that anger can teach us. There are others, but those are just the ones that I wanted to highlight to you today that I found to be really interesting and helpful. And again, anger is more helpful than we think. You know, we're really afraid of it we have maybe a lot of more a lot more negative experiences with anger than we do positive 
I'm not really sure anyone would say they had, (laughs) would identify an experience where they had anger as something that was positive, you know? It just doesn't feel like it's going to be like a thing that people would highlight or document. Um, But it is helpful. It is helpful. And again, there is this negative connotation on anger because it's usually coupled with like pain or violence because it's not expressed in a healthy way. But it's more than that. And I feel like that's always what we will hearken back to is like, oh, no, anger is bad because it hurts other people. And it's always a big blowout. And it's just like a volcano, like craziness happening. But that's not all it ever is. You know, anger can be like a signal that something is wrong with your current situation and or your current experience and you should figure out what needs to be done to change it. So maybe you're angry because someone is mistreating you or someone is mistreating someone else that you are experiencing, having that same experience as as them. Or maybe you're angry because, you know, something is just, there's a lot of in, um, injustice happening around you, right? Or someone's trying to take advantage of you or whatever the situation may be, right? It can signal when something is wrong because maybe you didn't realize anything was wrong until you felt yourself getting angry about like what was transpiring and you're like, crap, this needs to change. And anger can also be motivating for you to follow through with what you've been putting up. Maybe you just like super high procrastination on this thing. I've had that happen where I just get so angry that something is has been creating such um, such a problem, such an inconvenience that I get so angry that I just finally follow through with, some, with the plan that I already had, you know? Or it can be motivating for you to finally make a change that you've been avoiding. Maybe you get so angry that you weren't um, able to do something because of some sort of like health issue that you have. You get so angry that you decide, okay, you're going to finally make those changes so, so that you can become healthier and be able to do whatever it was that you weren't allowed to do, you know? So anger isn't the enemy. Anger isn't a bad thing. And anger can be scary when it's not expressed healthy, healthfully, healthy in a healthy way. I don't know what I'm saying, in a healthy way. And I want you to remember that anything can be seen as bad if you only see one side of it. Positivity can be seen as bad because if you take it to this crazy, unreasonable level where it's toxic, that can be seen as bad, right? Happiness can be seen as bad if it's fake and just, you know, fabricated for the need of like keeping up, like, you know, keeping face with things. So just know that anything can be bad and anything can be good. But emotions are neither good nor bad. They're just emotions. They're just things that we feel and experience, which is why we need to acknowledge and accept them all of the time, okay? So let's get into it. Five tips on how to manage your anger. But as always, before we jump in, I want you to know that these tips and this advice is based on my own research and experience and the experiences of others that I'm able to share with you. If you find that these tips do not align with what you feel would be helpful in how to manage your own anger, I encourage you to seek out a counselor or a therapist to figure out what would align better with you and tips that would really actually help you manage your anger. Totally fine. 
If you don't want to do that, I encourage you to go to our best friend, Google, and type in how to manage your anger, and you'll definitely find a lot of uh, scientific studies, uh, blogs, articles, um, those websites where you can just like a community websites where people answer people's questions. You'll find all the things that you need. If you don't find that, um, what I have for you is helpful. Okay. All right. Again, let's jump in. Five tips on how to manage your anger. Number one, define your reason for being angry. I am sure some people that have been here for a while are like, oh, wow, we finally started a list. We finally started a list that didn't start with acknowledge and accept your feelings. Well, you're in luck because literally the first tip is define your reason for being angry. But the notes that I want to share with you are acknowledge and accept your feelings of anger. This is only funny if you've been around here long enough to hear enough lists that I give on tips and advice to know usually how they start. So yes, define your reason for being angry, which would start with acknowledging and accepting your feelings of anger. You know, realize that they are important feelings regardless of how they came about, but then ask yourself why. Why are you angry? Like legit, be honest with yourself. Don't play games. There's no reason to play games when you're asking yourself questions, I'm telling you. And if you can't find a reason, like a real reason, not like a crappy one, like a real one. Even if it's just like this, you know, selfish reason, that's fine. That's a reason. But if you can't find a reason, you should reconsider moving forward with expressing this emotion, which could include like talking to someone, yelling at someone, just feeling the rage, right? Because if you, if you really can't figure out why, then you really need to take a pause until you figure out why. And then if you do figure out why later and you just couldn't now because it's maybe just like too overwhelming, makes sense, then you can follow through with what to do next. But if you don't know why, then there's no reason. And that even comes back to me telling you that I, like, while writing and recording right now, I am angry. And I haven't actually done anything about it. And I think I mentioned that too, but it's because I can't pinpoint exactly the reason why I'm angry. I'm angry because I do feel like there was a lack of communication. I do feel like there was some disrespect, but I need to like mull in it a little bit longer for me to know exactly um, what I would like to present and have that conversation with the people in my house and understand that better because I don't feel like it's a full fleshed out reason yet. So I just encourage you, like if you want to be able to manage your anger, you have to know what you're angry about. You do. And so... I would say that you can kind of like go through the rest of these steps without knowing why, but I don't think that you should act on your anger until you know why, because then it's just like, there's no rhyme or reason. And you might allow your anger to rise higher than it needs to be based upon what the actual reason is. You get what I mean? So to find your reason for being angry. Number two, ask yourself if reacting the way you want to will get you what you want. Ask yourself if reacting the way you want to will actually get you what you want. So if you're going to be angry and you want to like throw a chair, break a door, punch a door, yell, scream, whatever, storm out, however, whatever it is, take a brief pause and really ask yourself if if it's worth it. Is it worth it? Like, I don't know. Ask yourself though. Is it worth it? Is it worth it to do whatever it is? It might not be. 
And I'm asking you to take a pause and then think about it because sometimes if I were to ask you that question, like straight up, like you think it's worth it and immediately you don't think it through and you're like, yeah, it is because I have all of these feelings. Really, if you gave yourself like 60 seconds at least and then been like, no, probably not, you know, will screaming at them make the situation better and help them remember to do whatever it is better the next time? Will enacting vengeance, you know, really solve the problem? Do you actually need to key their car? Do you? You know? Do you really feel like you need to be the judge and jury of what happened? Is that really your place? Will you actually feel better after that happens? What will change? Really ask yourself if whatever you want to do while you're in that moment of high intense anger and emotion, if the way that you want to react is really the the best thing to do. Now, I'm not going to say that 100% of the time, if you actually take a, a pause to really consider it, that you will make the correct choice and you really won't know what the correct choice is until after you've done it. <laughs> um, like for sure, for sure. But I'm not saying that like if you take a pause at 100% of the time, it'll keep you out of trouble. I You, you can't say that about anything. But I think that your chances are higher of making a better decision if you actually take that pause and say, hey, is this worth it? Will I f- regret it later? Will I get like, um, you know, charges of destruction of someone's car? You know, will I get caught? Will I accidentally tell someone what I did and it's just going to be like a can of worms? Right? Am I actually going to feel better? Will I actually learn their lesson? Is it worth it? Ask yourself if reacting the way you want will get you what you want. And nothing, nothing at all, nothing ever will undo whatever the reason is you're angry. You have to acknowledge and accept it and move forward, move through it. That's how you'll get past it. So if you're trying to do something to make someone, like, make it go away, that's not going to happen. And if you're trying to do something to make someone feel sorry when they already aren't sorry, I don't recommend acting in that either because if you're trying to make someone feel a certain way, it's not going to be genuine or long-lasting if they actually do feel bad. They'll probably actually want to really enact like revenge inventions on you instead if you do something mean to them. So ask yourself, is it worth it? Is it worth it? Number three, take a break and find a quick release for your anger energy. Take a break and find a quick release for your anger energy. So this goes back to me talking about how I was online looking for a punching bag. Keywords that I typed in, freestanding punching bag. And then I amended that with freestanding punching bag small, (laughs) hoping that I could find one that would fit in the little spaces that we have available. Of course, a lot of kid ones came up. And, you know, a lot of the ones that are just like speed bags, that could probably fit. That's not what I want, though. I need like the whole thing. I need like the whole like really heavy 70, 90-pound bag that I can just be punching into and throw my whole body into and kick. and That's what I need. And that is a really good release for angry 
energy that you have in your body. So that, or maybe you're looking to punch a pillow, scream into a pillow, go for a run. There have been many times in my life where I will go for a run when I'm angry, you know? Lifting weights, no, I mentioned this last episode. I don't think I would ever lift weights when I'm angry, like really angry because I'm afraid of like throwing them or just like tossing it down and like hurting myself or someone. I don't want to do that. I'm fully aware of that. But running, because you can just run, 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 run as fast as you can. You can do like intervals and you can just like really push yourself to the limit because I'm trying to like really get all of that energy out. We have a rowing machine. I guess I could do that now too. That would be cool. By the punching bag, man. That. Uh, other choices are journaling. If that is your jam, that's not really my jam. I like to journal afterwards after it's passed, <laughs> like the aftermath, but maybe that is for you. Uh, listening to music really loud, really loud. Now, maybe you don't need to listen to it really loud. I need to listen to it like really loud when I'm angry and I will close my off store and I will turn up the volume as high as I can. Uh, that's where it's worth it. And I will listen to music. And it's not always just like crazy ragey music. There was a time where I would listen to Olivia Rodrigo's album like really loud when I'm angry. And I love that album. It's great. Today when I was angry, I was actually listening to Michael Bublé's Love album. You don't know what that is? Look it up. It is, it's a great album. I absolutely love it. But it was just, it was what I needed. I needed the comfort of Michael Bublé to help me simmer down, simmer down now. So that's what I did. So play music really loudly, really loudly. I often do that in the car. When I, if I'm angry and I have to leave the house, oh, we're turning the volume all the way up. Summertime, roll down the windows, woo, we're going. Uh, prayer. I have done prayer when I'm angry because sometimes I just don't know what to do and, and I just, I'm still angry and I'm like, Lord, I need your help and assistance, of course to move on from this because it's just too much and I don't have time for it. I don't have time to really like do all of the stages of anger that I ex- personally experience. And I need prayer and I need prayer to understand what the heck's happening. Why do I feel so rageful? So it's a helpful one for me. You could try too. Meditation. I, this is obviously one that I looked up. I would never do meditation while I was angry. However, I could see how people would see meditation and prayer as the same thing. So there you go. You could try meditation. You could try going for a walk. And that helps too, especially a fast walk. I've definitely gone for a walk or in like, you know, the doge loves that. So like, you know what? I'm angry. Let's go walk outside fast because I am angry. And you know, anything. There's so, there's probably a lot of other things you could do But those are ones I wanted to mention to you. A lot of them are my favorites on how to quick release anger, anger energy. And whatever you like to do, as long as it's not hurting anyone else or yourself, you should do it. You should do it. For a while there, I was doing a lot of pillow screaming. And then I had to stop because I was doing it so much that I was actually like hurting my throat. And then I was like, man, if I keep doing this, I won't be able to like sing anymore the worship team and just in general so I need to stop doing that so I don't do that as much um, but it is a personal favorite for sure so take that break if you need to take a break step away from whatever the anger situation is and then find a quick release so you can get some of that angry energy off of you so you don't feel like you're raging inside and you can be more calm and collected to figure out what needs to happen 
that will really, really help you to manage your anger. Kind of like simmer it down a little bit. Turn the heat down just a little bit for what's cooking. Okay, number four, be empathetic to the person or the situation. Now, it depends. You know, the situation or the experience that you're having could be just like you with someone else or a group of people, or it could be like a whole situation. Let's say you're in, you know, rush hour traffic. Very often, I would get angry when I had to actually drive for work, like across, I mean, I don't want to say across town, like across the metro area, because like where I live, like Vancouver is like right on um, the edge of Washington. And so technically I live in like the Portland metro area because Portland, Oregon is right across the bridge. And, you know, we basically like have two towns that are right next to each other and often, and then, so I used to have a job where I'd work in Portland and I would drive across the bridge to and from work. And anytime you do that for any job, I don't care what it is. Even when I was an airline, um, I was going to say pilot. I was not a pilot. <laughs> I was definitely not a pilot. Um, when I was a, um, a flight attendant, I, the, uh, the home base, the office. Wow. I'm losing all the words I want to use guys. The office that I would have to go to was literally just right on the other side of the bridge. So you literally drive across the bridge and then like down the road a little bit to get to the office where I was training to become a flight attendant. And then the airport is literally the first exit off of the bridge. So it's like, even though when I had that job, I would literally just have to like get across the bridge to get into Vancouver and then get my route home. Still, there could be such terrible traffic on the bridge because the bridge is also just, it's it's a disaster sometimes. So I would be really, 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 really angry sometimes, especially people cutting you off or not allowing you to get in and, you know, cutting in line to get on to the on-ramp, all of these things, right? And so to calm, like if you're going to have anger and that kind of experience, you, it would be helpful for you to have empathy towards the situation. You're probably like, how could I have empathy towards a situation that doesn't involve like, like a person directly? It's more to be like, okay, let me see. Everyone is trying to go home right now, which is what I am trying to do. People are cutting in line because they think they can get away with it. And why do they feel like they can get away with it? Or they might be in a rush to get home for whatever reason or whatever emergency. Okay. And, or they might not know the rules of driving, even though they should if they're driving. Okay. Don't even get me on a rant about that. (laughs) And, you know, let's be empathetic to the fact that everyone just wants to get to like where you're going across this bridge. And we need to be patient because maybe not everyone drives the best or pays attention as much as you do, meaning me talking to yourself. We're all going to make it through. So we got to try to like shift your perspective to see the situation from another angle and understand how it happened the way that it did. You were sitting in bumper to bumper rush hour traffic because number one, you made the choice to have a job however far away or in whatever bad area it is where you have to endure traffic. And two, you, you know, you're choosing to be upset about traffic when you know that it exists. And three, you, there's no one person to blame. Yes, someone may have cut you off, but 
You know, there's other people cutting other people off and other people are experiencing the same pain that you are. And not that that makes it better, but it's just like, this is just what's happening, right? So it's just like being empathetic to like, okay, well, this is just the, this is just what's happening. I can be angry about it, but I shouldn't be angry for very long because it's not going to solve anything. It's not going to make me feel better. More often than not, it'll lead you to feel worse if you allow it to um, just be like stirred up and just, you know, like simmer until it just like gets to so much anger that you're honking at everyone and you're cutting people off and you're doing the things that you were upset that they were doing to you. Do you get what I mean? Um, so it's important to be empathetic to the situation. Now being empathetic to the person, if someone did something to you or they did something and it just like, you know, led to you feeling angry, be empathetic, see it from their point of view. Like, did they mean to do it on purpose? If they did do it on purpose, why would they do it on purpose? What was their whole game? What was what were they feeling like they were going to gain from doing that to you, right? And do they feel hurt? Do they feel misunderstood? Like what's going through their brain? It can really help you to manage your anger when you're more empathetic to the person or the situation because you're seeing it from a different angle. You are shifting your perspective. You are giving your chance. While this is happening, you're also giving yourself a chance to kind of like cool down and take a break because you're like, well, why would they do that? Like, why is it happening this way? What are they trying to gain by doing this, that, and the other? So really taking a moment to have empathy for the person or the situation can help you calm down a bit and manage it and not allow yourself to just like go from zero to 100 where you feel like you can't quite control the anger that you have going on. So be empathetic to the person or the situation. Number five and the last one I have for you is communicate assertively, not aggressively. Communicate assertively, not aggressively. I think that I could have a whole episode talking about communicating assertively and not aggressively. Actually, if I think about it, I believe I did one episode about that, but I think it might have been like a year or two ago. I'll have to go look. If you are interested in that, please send me an email or a DM on socials and let me know if you're actually interested in doing me talking about uh, communicating assertively versus aggressively. However, I will help you give you some examples of like what that is right now in a way that you could use for managing your anger. So when you decide to communicate assertively and not aggressively, you are able to manage your anger because you're able to communicate what's going on, how you feel hurt, how you feel this whole situation went, the impact that it had, and any other thoughts or feelings that you want to share with whomever you can. And to really like get things off your chest, which will help diminish the anger that is building inside of you. So when you're assertive and not aggressive, you use I statements like I feel this way because I feel like this happened because I feel like this, that, and the other. Don't use you statements being like you did this, you did that because you are really blaming them for things you don't fully know. You might say like, oh, you made me feel like no one makes you feel anyway. You choose to feel however you feel despite what anyone else does, right? Right? Right. Okay. And if you didn't know that until now, yes, it's the truth. We all decide how we feel, no matter what. No matter what. Don't argue with me. No matter what. Um, and it's a fact, not a thought, just so you know, it's a fact. And 
You don't want to put someone in the defensive mode of being like, hey, you did this. And then they're like, I didn't do this. You just be like, I feel like you did this. And I feel like you did it because of this. And I feel like it's going to turn into this or whatever. It's, it's, you're really, because when you're telling them how you feel, it is how you feel and how you see it from your perspective. And there's no way for you to attach blame or anything else to them because you don't know what they're feeling or what their reasons were and their rationality and any of that. So use I statements. Also stay in the present moment. Don't go back in time and start adding on past grievances that you've had or issues that came up. And also don't project the future of what else you think will happen. Stay in the present moment. Talk about what you're angry about right now in this moment. And it'll be more focused and honestly a less time spent angry because you're not dragging up the past, man. Don't re-resurrect. Don't resurrect the past. It's unnecessary. Also, no name calling or hostile language. Just like say it as it is. There's no reason to make someone, uh, not make someone, uh, try to cause someone to feel worse, you know, and demean them and say rude things. It's not going to help anything. It's not going to change what already happened, right? Also, listen actively, which means that you are actually listening when they're talking, not already formulating your response to what they are saying. And then be open to compromise. This is probably the most difficult one right next to listening actively is being open to compromise. Compromise. Wow, guys. Sorry. Compromise. Uh, Sorry that I cannot speak clearly tonight. Because in whatever you're angry about, and if you need to come to some sort of agreement, you know, together, you might not come to the agreement that you immediately would want or desire. You might have to compromise with them and they get what a little bit of what they want and you get a lot of what you want or vice versa. Whatever is best for the situation, be open to that. Don't just be like, oh, it's my way or the highway. That won't fix anything. If anything, it might make things worse. So be open to compromise. But yeah, communicate assertively, not aggressively. Get your point across short and sweet. You know, be direct in what you want them to know. Um, and one of my favorite quotes of all time, <laughs> you're going to be like, what? That was said by Judge John Hodgman, which John Hodgman is actually an actor and he has a podcast that's called Judge John, John Hodgman and he just takes like people's silly little fights on um, online and he will adjudicate it. And I think it's absolutely hilarious. But he also has a column that's like similar to that podcast in the uh, the New York Times. Yeah. And um, my favorite quote is by him. one of my, my favorite quotes of all time is by him. And it is this. Specificity is the soul of narrative. Specificity is the soul of narrative, meaning get to the point. You don't need to drag it out, make crap up, and you know, add a whole bunch of filler words. Just be specific. Tell them what you need or what you want or how you're feeling and get through it. It doesn't need to be a dead talk on, you know, what you're going through. It's unnecessary most of the time. So Communicate assertively, not aggressively. You're not trying to intimidate them. You're just trying to understand where they're coming from, have them understand where you're coming from, come to an agreement on how this can be done. Okay? Well, that's it. That's all five tips on how to manage your anger that I have for you today. And I really hope that you found this to be helpful and insightful and maybe even something that you would pass along to someone else for them to listen and download and for them to share. So, 
Thank you so much for listening to the Real Positive Girl podcast. Again with me, Sabrina. Don't forget to check the show notes below and signing up for the weekly newsletter, you know, contributing on the Patreon, um, coming to see me on socials and saying hi, sending me an email, submitting topic suggestions, venting anonymously, all of these things. But until next time, have a good one and I'll see y'all next time. Bye.